This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the Greasy Strangler. I couldn't find a tagline, thankfully. Hey, did you ever just want to put grease on everything? No. Even the theme music? Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And um, there's no horse Lanta. He heard Grease and got confused and thought we were going to turn him into glue. Yeah. Yeah. Looks Which fair. we will one day. We will one day. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm just going to tell him to think about the rabbits and handle my business. <laughs> so, yes, we watched The Greasy Strangler as originally suggested by me because I saw a trailer probably at uh, uh, Dismember the Alamo but then Charlie on Horror Show Hot Dog kept talking about how terrible it is and so of course I bumped it up the list because if someone it's like that thing when someone says this this is this smells terrible here smell this I don't usually suffer from that but when it comes to movies I kind of do I'm not going to let Charlie tell me how to live. <laughs> he was telling you how not to live. He chose to live that way anyway. Yeah. I think he knows better than us. Well, we'll find out by the end of this. We indeed will. So let's just slide right into this movie, Chris. How does it start? Yeah, <laughs> slide because of grease. <laughs> well, uh, we meet up with some greasy motherfuckers. Yeah, who just apparently walk around their house with each other in their underwear. Yeah, it's a father and son duo. Which, granted, when I was a kid, my dad would wander around the house in his underwear on more than one occasion, but I never did. You weren't both in your underwear. No, that gets weird. Presumably. Well, probably. Uh, also, uh, side note, everybody in this film... Is named Big Something for some reason. Except for Janet. No, she's just Janet. Just Janet. Damn it, Janet. <laughs> Which they never say. I'm surprised they didn't ever mention that in this movie. Uh, but yeah, every, there's, there's Big Ronnie, Big... What, Bra- Braden? Braden? Yeah. I mean, and the dude's like 45 years old. Like, no one was naming their child Braden in this in the seventies. No. And then there was a big car wash guy. Yep. Big Jimmy, big Jim, big Jimmy, something like that. Big. That was big Paul. Oh, big Paul. I think. Yeah. But then you have big, there's other ones that are not there's, and that's all the bigs. I think actually. Yeah. Well, and there, there was the pig guy. Oinker. Big, big oinker. (laughs) No, yeah, big oinker. He was just oinker. Just oinker. Yeah. But anyway. We won't get to him yet. No. I don't have a book, so this will be fun. Oh, yeah. So Braden made coffee. Or yeah. Big Braden made coffee for Big Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Or as I, Big Ronnie also kind of looks like the granddad on Old Granddad uh, with 
rye uh, straight bourbon whiskey. Uh, if he was let his hair go wild and was not wearing a suit. True. Yeah. And, and Big Ronnie doesn't like the coffee. It's not greasy enough. No, I gotta put some grease in that. Maybe a little oil, a little butter, something. Grease it up a little bit. Yeah. Because, you know, like nothing, because not like coffee just makes, just, you know, lubricates your insides anyway. Not at all. No. Because, you know, that's the problem with coffee. I get like dry mouth and I I need oil to moisturize my mouth when I'm drinking it. And Big Ronnie uh, protests that he's not the greasy strangler who apparently is some sort of serial killer. I, I assume he's someone who strangles people while being greasy. One would imagine. You know, if the if the if the media named him, that's probably what he is. It's like the crossbow killer in uh, the Birds of Prey movie. Someone who kills people using a crossbow. A little on the nose, but yeah, they don't call her Huntress. That's for certain. And uh, I mean, it's pretty clear by the protesting that. That he's definitely the greasy strangler. Yep, yep, he is indeed. But we don't find that out for a little bit. Yeah. We do find out that they apparently give disco history tours in Los Angeles. Yep, because that's a thing. And they give them to the finest group of extras that they could find on Fiverr. Yes, there is Scandinavian tourist. Mm-hmm. Um, oh fuck! Which, which country in Africa is he from? Um, Senegalese tourist, mm-hmm. and there is Indian tourist, and there is Janet. Yeah, Janet. Damn it! And they're, and they're showing him some place where the Bee Gees <laughs> leaned in a doorway and made up a song. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, citation needed. Yeah. I also love that the actor who plays Big Ronnie's name is Michael St. Michael. Or Michaels. Michael St. Michaels. It's like, it is second only to Billy Warlock for actor names that we've had. Yeah, it totally sounds made up. It sounds like something I would say because I can't be bothered to think of a real name. Apparently he used to be John Travolta's hairdresser. The actor did. No, Lucifer, I'm not going to play huh. talk with you right now. I am podcasting. No. 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 There we go. <laughs> and now we're just going to run around the house with the, the toy in his mouth. Because my wife is sewing, and I am podcasting. Somebody's got to no do love, it. No love for our dog today, apparently. Nope. Uh, but yeah, speaking of the the beaches, they're they're mentioned in this movie. Yeah, see that uh, master of segues. So good. Yeah. So they the all. Do. Sorry, Matt. That's the best I can do. There is uh, some argument that breaks out during the tour about the nature of the free drinks that were advertised. Oh yes, yes, and. Big Ronnie claims that they never, there was never anything about free drinks, and the Indian, 
Indian tourist again. That's how he is credited. Is Indian tourist is like, but there's says that said there'd be free drinks. Like there's no free drinks, but it said there'd be free drinks, but there's no there's no free drinks. But they said there'd be free drinks. There's no free drinks. Just like the same lines back and forth to each other like six times, and they change it slightly. Like what about free water? Is there water? I could use water. I'm thirsty. No free drinks. What about some water? No free drinks. Yeah, it's a it it's it's a harbinger. Folks, it's a harbinger. Yeah, there are accusations of bullshit artistry thrown around. Yeah, no one has ever called a liar in this movie. They are called a bullshit artist. Yeah, you'll pick up on it. It's subtle. Yeah, I really wish Horse Lanto had been here to watch it, so we could have called him a horseshit artist. Yeah. Yeah. But he is not, so... I don't know if we could... Should we convince? try to convince him to watch this movie? Absolutely. Okay. Do you think he'll actually do it? No. <laughs> he might start it. I don't think he'll finish it. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, so they go back, they argue about free drinks for a while, and then this they just cut away. Yeah, get used to that. And apparently this is causing Chris to rub his, his nose already. Already. Yeah, and you don't even have Horselanda yelling at you. It's true. I don't. Yeah. Are, do you are, do you miss it? Do you just need a little bit of it just to get even? Yeah. <laughs> I'm suffering from whatever the opposite of PTSD is. <laughs> Pre-traumatic stress disorder? <laughs> I, I don't have enough traumatic stress right now. All right, we have our, we, hold on. We have to have our horse noise. There we go. Ah, that's a little better. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, or poop noise, which is just someone yelling poop noise, apparently. That's how we do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we end up, do we end up back with the the greasy family? Yeah, we're... The, the big family? Well, Big Ronnie is yelling about Braden not greasing up the sausages enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Like... Unappetizing food being cooked in a movie bothers me for some reason. Like to the point where I went and watched uh, Birds of like I watched Birds of Prey after this, so I could watch the scene where he makes uh, the breakfast sandwich for Harley Quinn, because that is the opposite of this scene in the movie. Hmm. Yep it's it's greasy, but delicious looking. These sausages are greasy but terrible looking. And, like, that house just looks disgusting on the inside. It does. Like, it looks like someone just, like, fried bacon in every room for, like, 16 years straight. Yeah, didn't fry it, just burn it. Just burnt a bunch of bacon. For some reason. Gross house notwithstanding. They, uh... They have their little argument about not greasy enough food. Yeah, and like at no point do they say, oh, it's bad for your heart or anything. They're just like, I think it's greasy enough. Nah, it's not greasy enough. I need things to lubricate my mouth when I eat it so that I don't, don't choke. And it's like, okay, I guess. Like, 
At no point is it say like, dude, your heart is going to fucking explode because your blood is going to be so thick, nothing can move it. So it's like viscous. A, it's like gonna be like the Fatberg in uh, in like the London sewers. We uh, cut to nighttime, where the uh, the people on tour, minus Janet, the various international tourists. Yeah, they're all hanging out at the motel. And trying to get some chips from the vending machine. Uh, Paprika Ridge chips, I believe. Yes. And there is a bit uh, where they ask the Indian guy what they're made of, and he says a word, and they're like, what? And he says the word again, and they're like, what? And then he says the word again, and they're like, what? And then he says the word again, and they're like, what? And then he says the word again, and they're like, what? And then he says the word again. And one guy's like, wait, I think he's saying potato. And he's like, yeah, the word. And then the greasy strangler shows up. Yeah, and greasily strangles. Well, he bashes one guy into the vending machine. Yep. Punches one guy in the face and inverts his face, which was one of the better things in the movie. Yeah. And then he uh, corners the Indian tourist. Yep. Again, credited that way. Who has a uh, girl he picked up at the sports bar in his room? Not sure why that was necessary part of the film, but it was in there. Yeah. And he just chokes him and pops his eyeballs out. Strangles him, yep. Yeah, greasily. Does he, does he do anything with the eyeballs? Uh, I don't think he does at this point. I don't recall. No. Okay, yeah. I know there are, there's other eyeball stuff, so I just wanted to confirm. Yeah, not this time. Other times. And then he goes to the car wash. Yeah. Boy, they get a lot of mileage out of the car wash bit. Yeah. And also, uh, we get... It's prosthetic, but we do get our first dingle-dangle shot. Yeah, he's got, like, a real weird, like, flaccid, large red rocket thing going on. Yeah, and it's like... It's like a skin cone. It's... Like, with the big part attached to his crotch and just, like... A little point at the end. It's fucking bizarre. Yeah. It's like if I, you tried to recreate a prosthetic penis by only having somebody who had, like, heard about what a penis looks like described to them. Yeah. And then they had to just, like, tell... If you telephone what a penis looks like through, like, eight generations and then had to sculpt it, it's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. But he gets cleaned off. And that's when we meet Big Paul. Yeah, the blind car wash operator. Yep. And he's like, hey, Big Ronnie, is that you? And he's like, yeah, Paul, it's me. Yeah. Uh, You must have a greasy car because you come in here a lot with greasy cars. That's a thing that happens to people's cars. And they get greasy? Oh, yeah. I don't know how many times I've driven through a grease storm (laughs) in my car. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would expect the inside to get greasy before the outside. I like, if you like... just, like, aerosolized a hamburger by accident or something, I don't know. I never drove past a hamburger rendering plant and just got your car all <laughs> greased up. You just, like, circle, like, a B-dubs for a while. <laughs> yeah, I just drive around the B-dubs and wait for it to grease up real good. Yeah, like, the, the just the, the aerosolized grease that comes out of the exhaust fan. I do it for aerodynamic reasons. Yeah, like, the the car just slides through the air at that point. 
Yeah, I'd save at least point zero two MPG that way. <laughs> yeah. no and more. Ronnie reminisces about the the good old days with uh Big Paul when they used to go to the disco all the time. The disco tech. Yeah. And uh they head back he heads back home. And uh not to spoil anything, but the movie has done played its hand already, and we're like twenty minutes in, maybe. Yeah, we are just now we're at uh Grease Strangle Rinse Repeat. Well they have one more trick which is uh-huh. wildly bizarre sex scenes. Well, yeah, we haven't gotten there yet because Braden, though, is like, or Big Braden, sorry, Braden, uh, or Big Braden, uh, he's like, Janet, is it like, I got Janet's number. She's into me, blah, blah, blah. And of course, his dad is like, you're worthless and no one will ever love you, including me and your mom who left. Yeah, you know, things you say to your child. Yeah, you know, that's good parenting. And, he and also, I'm going to evict you. Apparently, you can just evict your ch- you can evict someone with zero notice in this movie. That's how that works in real life. Yeah. But Big Braden tries to let him know that he's got a hot date with Janet. You know, the hot chick from earlier, as he says. Yeah, with her curly wig. Yeah. Not yeah. a euphemism. No, just uh, like a uh, what was it like a reddish purpley colored curly wig yeah yeah and they're gonna hook up and go to uh some overly complicated nonsense bullshit restaurant name yeah it's an italian restaurant with thin snappable breadsticks yeah that he that he knows the name for yeah i don't know the name for it so i guess kudos to him yeah I've never impressed women with my knowledge of breadstick naming. And nor will you ever. No, because I don't know the names. I know its name. (laughs) The Kurgan does, at least. There can be only one. Breadstick. One breadstick. Yep. They like the worst breadsticks. Yeah, one breadstick to rule them all, one breadstick to find them, one... Breadstick to bring them all and in the darkness bind them. Yeah. And in fairness, they're the worst breadsticks. They're than like long, snappy ones. Although I loved those as a kid. There was some restaurant my parents would go to and they would have like the two breadsticks like in the little plastic thing. And I the sesame ones the best. But I would eat like I would eat a pile of those if they given them to me. They wouldn't have to like even order dinner. I would just eat all those breadsticks for a whole meal. Yeah, they look like uh you remember you you remember them uh like candy snacks where you had the little cracker sticks and the cheese goop? Yes. They look like really long versions of those. Yeah, they kinda look like the breadstick version of a bully stick. Yeah. Which if you don't have a dog, it's it's a dried up bull penis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dogs love them. They too. <laughs> Our dog Leia. We we one time for Christmas we got her like a box of twenty five, and it lasted us less than half a year. She loved them. 
And they have a romantic evening? Yeah. I mean, as romantic as you can get with a dude who has absolutely zero social skills. Yeah, he makes me look like somebody with social skills. Yeah, I mean, he he makes you look like a smoothie, Chris. A real real smoothie. A real smoothie. Yeah. (laughs) We have to say it six more times now in order to really emphasize the point. Oh, God. That's... mm. Yeah, yeah, this movie likes to say the same things over and over again. Not even in different ways, just the same over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. They head uh they head back to Big Braden's slash dad's place. Yep. But Big, Big Roundy's not there because he's out greasily strangling a motherfucker. Yeah. In front of the lady that he picked up at a sports bar. Yeah. Is this the hot dog guy? No, it's not. It's somebody else. I don't care. It's not important. Oh, no, I think he is strangling the hot dog guy. Oh, he goes out to get a hot dog. Oh, yeah. So while they're on their date, Big Ronnie's out there getting a hot dog and complaining that there's not enough grease on the hot dog. And the guy's like, I can lose my license. If I put more grease on this hot dog, and he's like, but I need more grease on this hot dog, but I could lose my license if I put grease on this hot dog, but this hot dog needs more grease, but I could lose my license, like, but there needs to be more grease on this hot dog, but I could lose my license. And then he's like, just distracts the guy, like, buys, Big Ronnie buys the hot dog, distracts the hot dog vendor, and then just dips the hot dog in a vat of grease that the hot dog vendor has. Yeah, because he's got just a big fucking grease vat, even though it would ruin his license abilities. Yeah, well, you need the grease for other things, I guess. I mean, unless you're like, are you deep frying these hot dogs? Is that what's going on? I've never been in a scenario where I had a hot dog and it required three pounds of rendered fat. Mm, I, I do have a deep fryer here at the house. I may have to deep fry myself a hot dog at some point and see what happens. It'll pop. (laughs) Uh, Actually, what I'm waiting for is Horse Lanta to visit me so I can have him make me chicken wings. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's my real motive for getting you guys out here is so Horse Lanta can make me chicken wings and omelets. (laughs) I'm into it. Make a chicken wing omelet. There you go. And uh, so he steals, he doesn't steal the grease. He just like jams the hot dog into the grease and then cackles yeah, and like, runs off. Like dips it like it's a fucking like cone at Dairy Queen into it. Yeah. And it's like fucking not grease. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's tapioca pudding. At least according to IMDb trivia, it's tapioca pudding. But tapioca pudding has little chunk jewels in it. That shit I was guess they, smooth. They made it, and maybe they blended it, but it is supposed to be whatever. Maybe that's the grease that they're wearing, wearing when he's strangling people is tapioca, but in the movie, at least some of the grease is tapioca pudding. Ugh. Yeah, right? so he, he greases. <laughs> it doesn't make it any better. That's somehow worse, and I don't even know how <laughs> that's possible. Yep. So he greases up his dog and then eats it on a like a bench 
like, like a... squatted down like he's like fucking uh what was that Chris Kattan's like monkey like character from uh, Saturday Night Live? Oh, Mango? <laughs> Mr. Peepers. Mr. Peepers. Yeah, it's fucking it's so weird. <laughs> he fucking eats it like he's Mr. Peepers. <laughs> yeah. But then he follows the hot dog guy back to his RV that he lives in. Yeah, where he's going to shit. So he opens up the window from his RV so that he, I guess he can share his aroma with the rest of the city. And then gets strangled through said open window greasily. Popping his eyes out into his RV, which uh, the greasy strangler then fries up in a pan and eats. Well, it's because they landed conveniently in the Italian breadcrumbs he had in a plate just hanging out. Yeah. Which... I have eaten, like, baked trout, like, the eyeballs from a baked trout. I've never, like, pan-fried something's eyeballs and eaten them. Weird. I I just, I can't imagine that that's a a, a tasty delicacy. I mean, I bet it would pop real good. Yeah, I guess. mm. Maybe if you, like, pan-fried it, like, maybe, not pan-fried it, but, like, deep-fried it. But I would be worried about, like, the vitreous humor boiling and, like, exploding the eyeball. Yeah, that's true. I I I don't know. Gross is the important thing. Yeah. So, Iron Chef, eyeballs should be your next secret ingredient. That's what I'm saying. Well, you're going to go back in time and ask them for that? I don't know. Do they not make Iron Chef anymore? I don't know. Ask, Ask the intern. He'll tell us. Okay. Oh, that's a good point. We haven't asked him anything yet. Yeah, he's, so <laughs> you got to say it out loud, or it doesn't work. That's what I've learned. At <laughs> Oblished, fun paid winter in Christian. Do they still make new episodes of Iron Chef? Either Japanese. Or American. We're not picky. Was there even was there even a Canadian version? There we go. I mean, it's already better than what we were asking last time around. Yeah. I just mm, that rattling out is still I think has entered my vocabulary now. Uh, just because I I heard it so much that it got normalized. I'm sorry for that. Yeah, I didn't do it, but I'm sorry that it happened to you. Uh, uh, Christian seems to be away. This may not bode well for us. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so he eats some nice pan fr- breaded and pan fried eyeballs, mm-hmm. and uh, does Brayden rattle out Janet at this point? Uh, I think so. I, Be- because if I recall, he says, "Am I doing it right, Janet? Am I doing it? Am I doing right. it right, oh, Janet? Janet? Oh, Janet? Oh, am I doing it right, Janet? Fuck. Janet?" Oh God! If I had been the like, if I had been the woman in that situation, I would have gone full uh, first episode of Californication on him and just punched him right in the face while I was on top. Yeah. Which, if you have not seen the first episode of Californication, it's a pretty decent show at least for the first two seasons that's a david duchovny thing right it is and he's 
David Duchovny and Tasha McGillhone. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's real good. The first. Oh, and uh, Bobby uh, Bobby Hill is in it. That's my purse. You don't know she me. Play, she plays Koki Smurf. Like you do. Yeah, well, she she's a short character, so he always like gives her various Smurf names. And one time when she's high on Koki, he calls her Koki Smurf. Reasonable. Yeah. They're, they're snorting cocaine and eating lobsters. Eh, that's the worst way to spend a Friday, I guess. It's a thing, I guess. Uh, anyway, so uh, Janet gets rattled out. Uh, Indian tourist, or I'm sorry, hot dog guy gets his eyeballs choked out. And after, of course, after the greasy strangler eats his eyeballs, he goes back to the uh, car wash and goes to the car wash to get all the grease off of him. Yeah, a lesser podcast would just say, uh, weird sex scene, greasy strangle repeat. But we're not a good podcast. No. Well, we're we're definitely a lesser podcast. Yes. A better yeah. podcast wouldn't even would say that. A worse podcast yeah. would uh <laughs> describe it. A better podcast would be like we didn't want we did not watch the Greasy Strangler. <laughs> yeah, a, a better podcast wouldn't even have done it. A worse podcast would skip it. Yeah. And then a horror show hot dog would just tell you not to watch it because it's terrible. At least one third of them would. Mm-hmm. And then one third of them would suffer from morbid fascination. Yeah. Right, so, uh, Iron Chef: Quest for an Iron Legend started on Netflix in June 2022 and still in production. It is an American spin-off reboot. Ah, well, now I know. Well, Thank so you, far buddy. we haven't had to ask how much an eight ball costs, so we're doing better in ways. <laughs> no, it was how much is an eight ball? How much is an eight ball? Which is an eighth of an ounce. That's why it's an eight ball. I don't Just know. Like a, it's like a dime bag is a tenth of an ounce. Well, yeah, but I mean... I know people who have purchased marijuana, not me, ever. <laughs> if it has a number in it, it's usually one over that number in ounces. Well, sorry, I'm not a street pharmacist like you are, Mr. Troy. <laughs> I'm a street mathematician, thank you very much. That's oh, shit. <laughs> I do street math. <laughs> if I shoot one motherfucker and have to reload <laughs> anyway back to the uh, film and sorry you have to watch me lick my glass crisp I spilled uh, uh it's alright it was go. nominally erotic so I'll allow it alright good nominally erotic is the best I can do so yeah nominally erotic uh, I saw them open for uh, uh enigma Weird. <laughs> it sounds like a real boring ass concert. <laughs> uh, okay, apparently, Lucifer has not gotten the memo that no one wants to play tug with him, so he is trying to play tug with all of us. I mean, it's not going to tug itself. <laughs> tug it yourself, Lucifer. Yeah. Uh, okay. There, there. All done. There's another tour that happens with 
don't remember who it's who he gives it to. Uh, uh, some guys. It just kind of says the tour is over. Yeah, I don't remember who they reference in it. Like they reference like different disco people every time. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, there was a Canadian Iron Chef. How could you make two seasons involving maple syrup only? <laughs> maple syrup and poutine. Was the secret ingredient for every episode maple syrup or cheese curds? Cheese curds are pretty good. Not gonna lie. Uh, yeah. No, like, for, okay, when I first, like, heard the description of poutine, which is, like, french fries with cheese curds and gravy on them, I was imagining white gravy for some reason. And, like, pepper gravy, whatever you want to call the stuff that goes on biscuits in the yeah. United States. And, or sausage gravy, some people. And I was like, that sounds disgusting. Who would ever eat that? And then when I found out it was just, like, normal brown gravy, I was like, oh, that makes sense to me. Because that's just cheesy mashed potatoes in stick form. Yeah, it's just cheesy mashed potatoes. Oh, that's weird. Okay, also, um, is poutine just cheesy mashed potatoes in stick form? There we go. Now we're going to piss Christian off. Yeah, take that, your <laughs> cultural heritage. <laughs> Apparently, maple syrup was the in the first episode. <laughs> well, that seems wrong. I mean, it's it's not racist if you do it to yourself. Right? <laughs> it's their word, I guess. <laughs> oh man! Uh, <laughs> you notice how we just have stopped talking about the movie? I don't know. Like, just. People get strangled. Oh, Oinker shows up. I'm, or Porkins. If you want to call him Porkins, that's probably fine, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cheese curds were the special ingredient in the eighth episode. <laughs> oh, man. What a cliche of a show. They were all wearing Canadian tuxedos. Uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, so, I don't know, like, uh, Porkins shows up, and it's literally just a dude wearing a pig nose. Yeah. And, uh, they go... What do they go do? They're gonna go to, I think, they they go to the horror... Club. Movie show thing. Yeah, which is... I don't know. Maybe porn? It's unclear. I think it's just like, it's like Dismember the Alamo only worse. Yeah, only all the time, I guess. Yeah. Um, it, And so it's Big Ronnie, Big Braden, and Porkins, right? Yeah. Which Porkins, for some reason, is so much easier to say than Oinker. Yeah, Oinker seems unpleasant for some reason. Yeah. Porkins is just the fat guy on Star Wars. He died. He did die. 
But of course they called him Porkins because her, her, her. Um, oh, I get it now. Okay, I didn't get it at first. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so... Oh, and also Big Braden is worried about Big Ronnie spending time with his girlfriend because Big Ronnie can be a real smoothie. Because he's a smoothie. Don't be a smoothie, Dad. You're a smoothie. Stop being a, be a smoothie. smoothie with Janin. Stop being a smoothie. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mm. I have feelings about this movie. <laughs> so they go to the horror place. Yeah. There's not enough grease in the popcorn because, of course, there's not. But don't worry, there's a big tub of grease just hanging out. Everywhere yeah. has a big tub of grease. Well, because grease is necessary? I guess. Vitamin G is essential. So they head off. They wa- they watch the film. Um, I don't know. I think maybe Janet and Big Braden have intercourse again. Yeah, I think it's better this time. He doesn't ask her if he's doing it right the whole time, at least. Yeah. What is he talking? I did that. What the fuck is he talking about? I know. I am going to handle it for you, Chris. Fucking idiot. Even when he's not here, he's fucking shit up. There we go. Oh, he now he says disregard. Fucking asshole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Horse Land is trying to cause problems, but he don't know. <laughs> uh, there you go. There's a greasy strangling, probably, of something. Uh, there's a wildly inappropriate sex scene. At uh-huh. some point, she puts a finger in his butt. I mean, that's cool, Which, I guess. I'm, it's better than nothing. Better than not Maybe. having a finger in the butt. I guess. I mean, we can all agree on the scale from finger in the butt to not. That's probably better than <laughs> that. On a scale of zero to finger in the butt, he was he had a finger in the butt. At some point, he does call her alarmed about something and demands to have phone sex immediately and then like he like sorry to say all this but he like wanks it with like just like two fingers like it's he's got the world's like smallest dick yeah he's got a medical problem for sure I get yeah micro penis maybe yeah I'm kind of glad Horseland is not here to compare your penis to it Chris as we all are <laughs> Except for maybe Horse Lanta. Yeah, well, he don't know. You don't know. Um. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So I guess we're all spared talking about that. <laughs> um. Yeah. But yeah. But apparently, at some point, uh, Big Ronnie is enough of a smoothie to get Janet into <sighs> bed. Although he does go into the bathroom while she's peeing. And tells her he's not going to watch and he's going to brush his teeth. But then, like, while he's brushing his teeth, he just watches her pee. Also, his fake dick is hanging out. Yeah. There, I don't. Do we count this as, like, improving our dick-to-boob ratio or not? It's clearly like, not a real dick. But. 
I mean, did you at least have to go through the trouble of making it look like a dick? But like, I don't know if like, so if, if a woman had like obvious implants, do we not count that towards our boob to dick ratio? Do, as long as they look like boobs, that did not look like a dick. I mean, it probably looked like someone's dick. I'm sorry for that person. <laughs> so I need to know, Chris, do we, does this movie improve our dick to boob ratio or not? Nothing this movie does improves anything. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Yeah. Because I, I did want to have this discussion on the podcast because I thought about that while watching this. Like, does this, <clears throat> since these are not real dicks, do they do they count towards the ratio? But if fake dicks don't count towards the ratio, do fake boobs count towards the ratio? I mean, so we wouldn't count a dildo to the ratio. That's fair. And I don't think we would include obviously fake boobs to the ratio. So like so uh oh, what's her name? Leah Thompson's fake cleavage on Back to the Future 2 would not count. Correct. Okay. But Willem Dafoe's stunt dick counts because that was a dick. It just wasn't his dick. It was a dick. It was a dick. Cuz apparently cuz apparently his dick was too big. That's what, I, that's what I hear. I hear Willem Dafoe is frighteningly hung. Yeah. Which, you know, uh, kudos. Good on him, I guess. I don't know. I I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't want people running away from my dick. I want people running towards my dick. Um, as a person who's had his dick mentioned a lot more than anyone else, I prefer <laughs> nobody had an opinion on my dick if I could at all help it. Yeah, <laughs> I have not talked about your. I've talked around your dick, but not about your dick. Mm. <laughs> this episode, this episode, the past through, we 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 definitely talked about your dick a lot. We were in the throes of some very weird things during that. I think time. that was that was me processing my hatred for um, pass through. And the person who suggested it without, like, really focusing on what was causing those feelings. I was just lashing out. I apologize, Chris. You said auteur really weird. <laughs> I didn't say auteur at all. <laughs> I just couldn't remember the guy's name who made that movie. Neil Breen. How could you yeah, not I remember ain't... Neil Breen? Because he's a goddamn auteur. Because it sounds like an aliens. Oh yes, we 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 made contact with the Neil Breens, and we're gonna have we're we're gonna have discussions. Like it's like on like that's like Neil Breen is like somebody that like fucking the Enterprise would have had first contact with in the Next Generation. And the now, Neil Breen Empire. Neil Breen, Zephyr Cochran. That's a real thing yeah. that happens in there. So I mean, sure, I get it. That's a real character name in the Star Trek universe. Uh, but yeah, I, where are we at? I don't. We had a. We watched a movie this week, right? Uh, I think at some point, a guy with a little dick had sex with a lady, and a greasy man strangled somebody. <laughs> okay, good. And while our podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Uh. <laughs> at at some point, Big Ron. Wants to take Janet out to talk, just to talk, just to talk. Yeah, 
And then to go to a disco? Yeah, and he wears the disco outfit with his fake dick hanging out. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like a fucking, like, a leisure suit with, like, just the crotch and the ass cut out. And, oh, they love to show Big Ronnie's ass in this movie a lot. And he has, like, the flattest, whitest guy ass ass ever. It's true. He has the flattest, whitest guy ass ass. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. It was... But they love to show it. Yeah. I mean, somebody's got to, I guess. Uh... And, uh, yeah, so, but then he ends up rattling her out. Uh, yeah, he says cum ropes an amount of times that makes me uncomfortable. Which is one or more. Uh, yeah, which is any <laughs> amount of times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, he talked about, like, how he went to a disco with Michael Jackson, but apparently that wasn't the, the like, famous Michael Jackson. <laughs> it was just some dude named Michael Jackson. It's like fucking office space with Michael Bolton. That might be the best part of the movie was when Big Brayton's like, no, that was just a Michael Jackson impersonator. Also, he killed himself like a week and a half ago. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, movie? <laughs> that was like the only bit that got me to laugh out loud. Because I think this is actually intended to be a comedy. I mean, it's probably funny to somebody. <sighs> I mean, maybe, maybe Terry Schiavo. She's barely alive, though. I don't know. Like, so anyway, but there's a fight between uh, Big Braden and Big Ronnie because they're both stupid Janet, and they're both convinced that Janet is exclusive with them, but apparently she's not because she's stupid both of them. Yeah, well, she's full of inner turmoil at this point, and probably jizz. Uh, yes, several ropes. Yeah. <laughs> by my understanding. Is there a reason, Chris, you needed to stand up? Yep. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's unrelated. Please talk for two minutes while I'm still here. Okay, I will, uh, I will take over the podcast for two minutes. Uh, so, yes, yeah, I, what is there to talk about? Um, uh, so they, uh, so things come to a head. Unfortunately, pun intended, uh, between Big Ronnie and Big Brayden when they're discussing both uh, having sex with Janet and how Janet is their girlfriend. Um, oh, at one point, so Brayden though is like, Big Brayden is like, oh, I think my dad is the greasy strangler. So they call the police and a weird person answers the phone and says they'll be right there. And then a person shows up who is obviously Big Ronnie in disguise with weird, like, six-inch-long curved nails. And he pretends to detect around the house by rubbing grease on his face with his fingernails. They're real long. Yeah. I don't know if that could and, be stated enough. No, yeah, they are... Like, if, like, the Lee, Lee Press-On nails had been dropped in a nuclear reactor and gone kaiju, that is what these nails look like. Also, it's uh, immediately apparent it's Big Ronnie. Oh, yeah, it's a Hondo P, Chris. Hondo P apparent. Yeah. That this is Big Ronnie. And he, like, Columbo's around the house. 
uh, in the just, worst way possible. Just one more thing. Yeah, the worst way possible like, is is like Columbo by way of Rain Wilson. Yeah, that sounds bad. Yeah, uh, and then he like leaves the house, pulls out his actual clothes out of the the two mailboxes, the one for Big Raiden, Big Braden. Big Raiden would have been way cooler. Uh, having a, like a lightning god in the house, uh, and and Big Ronnie and changes back into his clothes, and then they just cut away. He doesn't even go back into the house. Yeah, he just kind of walks off because he hid clothes in the mailboxes. Yeah, I I do not know. Oh, also, I think we skipped it, but at some point he kills Porkins. Oh yeah, he he greasy strangles uh, Porkins, and he greasy strangles Big Paul. Yeah, which didn't seem for, right for no goddamn reason. Yeah, just full of greasy strangle energy, I guess. And uh, yeah, so the body count so far is two Indian tourists, uh-huh. uh, hot hot dog guy. Uh, Porkins, Big Paul, and after each of these, the uh, uh, Big Ronnie has to go through the car wash, the car wash, yeah, to uh, to clean himself off. Uh, but apparently at this point, so and then Big Ronnie and Big Braden come to an agreement, and they are both going to be the greasy strangler now. Well, so Janet got come roped as we from from Big Ronnie because I needed to say that out loud before I died. Apparently, <laughs> we'll put that on IMDb, Chris. Don't worry. Oh yeah, please do. <laughs> right along with uh, Labia Master got the upper hand, or no, the the Vavitch got the upper grappled the. Uh, Flavia Master and got the upper hand or something, whatever the fuck that quote is that you said. And you were like, and I've said that in my life now <laughs> out loud. Uh Big Braden and Janet decide to make up and overlook the fact of the uh, her indiscretion and get married while Big Ronnie is under the bed the whole time. Because fuck you. Yeah. Uh, they're mad though. He's under the bed because he pops out. And he's like, "You can't get married. She's my steady girl." Yeah. It's like hairspray gone wrong. Which I don't know. Have we mentioned John Waters on the air yet? Uh, not. No. No, we haven't. Not about this. Okay, because this movie tries to be a John Waters movie. It. It. Mm. Okay. I'm sorry. This movie makes flailing attempts at being a John Waters movie. Yeah. And she's and she's totally like the the female protagonist of Hairspray, Janet. Yeah. And uh no one else in this movie is a John Waters character. No, absolutely not. No. Maybe Big Paul. Maybe. 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 Maybe some of the incidental characters. Yeah. Maybe. Um, 
A guy who opens up the hotel room to show him dead porkins. Doesn't have any lines or anything, but... No. Yeah. Well, but Porkins seems to really enjoy being choked to death. Oh, sorry, I passed out for a second, which I guess will happen when you're being killed. Yeah, he's like, it's... Oh, it's so... Apparently, Porkins was into auto-erotic asphyxiation. Yeah. Or at least erotic asphyxiation. It wasn't auto this time. No, this time it was just erotic, to him at least. Yeah. He died with a smile on his face and assume, uh, presumably a raging boner. Yeah, and a prosthetic pig nose, it turns out. Yeah, cause they, which, but he, they tear it off. He's just got like a, like a red skull face underneath. Yeah, and then he uh, gets finger banged by the greasy strangler in his nose hole. Yeah, like that, you do. Another IMDb quote for the ages. <laughs> I'll make Horse Lanta if you want that on there. Put it on there yourself. Yeah, Horse Lanta. Quit slacking I'm done off. Doing your, I'm done doing your dirty work. Uh, so, but eventually Team Big uh, Greasy Guys teams up and they become a duo of Greasy Stranglers. Yeah, because Brayden can also be a Greasy Strangler. He'll show his papa. <laughs> and they both go and strangle Janet. Damn it. Yeah, until her eyeballs and, pop out. And then they each eat one. Yeah, the circle is complete. The circle of life. And then they have a heart-to-heart on the beach about how it's tough sometimes being a family. And the only way that they can really bond further and really solidify their newfound respect for one another is by killing... Uh, big, big Ronnie's ex-wife's boyfriend. Yeah, or possibly husband now. I don't know. It seems like it was a long time ago. Ricky, Ricky Strickles or something. Yeah, Ricky something. Yeah, it sounds like vaguely like Strickles. It, it rhymes with Strickles. He's got sick abs. That's all I know for sure. They chase him down, and he's like, "Ha ha! I run fucking marathons, assholes! You'll never catch me!" And then he trips over something in the woods, and they catch him, and he they get he gets strangled to death and dies. Yeah, they strangle him to death until he's dead. And then, uh, boy, does uh, some stuff happen. Uh, they find a trio of hunters who are shooting their ungreasy forms at the stake yeah while they're watching in their greasy forms like i so at this point are we assuming that they are they've gone full greasy strangler themselves and they're just allowing their human forms to be killed off no i will not give this movie that much credit okay refuse okay hard pass but then they get like into like a rainbow bright kind of like running hand in hand into the future credit sequence. Yeah. Well, well, well they get shot and their brains explode into confetti and lick liquid geysers. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that happened. Then they shake spears at the camera. Yeah. And they Shakespeare at the camera. Yeah. At two or whatever. Lo, behold, what light upon morning grease doth yonder break? 
Yeah, a grease by any other name would smell as sweet. Yep. <laughs> I don't know, it kind of fucking ends. Yeah, it stops. I I, I, I don't I think it, that there's one thing we have established throughout this podcast is there's a difference between a movie that ends and a movie that stops. I don't know. I I think it's one thing we have established in this podcast is that all movies end, Chris. Some movies end. All movies end, but some movies just stop. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they they end up in some kind of weird fantasy land by the end. I don't know if they 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 a family that strangles together stays greasy together. I don't fucking know. It's done now. That's the important thing. Yeah. So what, Chris? What did you think of this movie? Um. It can go fuck itself. Charlie was right, and I will never doubt him again. So, Chris, what did you think of this movie? Same thing I just said. So, Chris, what did you think of this movie? Oh, no, see, because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so, Chris, what did you think of this movie? Uh, it's bad, and whoever made it should feel bad. There we go. Now we've gotten to the core of the the, the review. It... I get what they were going for, but this is like, this is a 20 minute short that makes you kind of go, <laughs> okay, that was all right, I guess. It is not a 90 minute goddamn film because it just like, it's the same three scenes over and over and over again. Just remixed slightly. Yeah. As we had alluded to, this is a this is a John Waters movie made by aliens who didn't understand why a John Waters movie worked. Yeah, they just and not to get too much into my review of it, they they wanted to make a John Waters movie, but they didn't understand the magic of a John Waters movie. Like they made the motions, but they didn't they didn't know why they were doing what they were doing and therefore couldn't like capture what makes fucking like desperate people like entertaining. Yeah. It's like if you ask chat GPT to write you a John Waters movie. It That's got actually a fantastic, a fantastic <sighs> review of this movie. <laughs> Thank you, Chris first for condensing that down into what I was trying to say. <laughs> Yeah, do you want a John Waters movie with no humanity involved? Watch this. Yeah. It has its brief moments where you're like, okay, that's that's kind of a funny bit. But on the whole, not great. It's bad. I don't think uh, I would recommend this to anyone. So you're saying uh, lit all the way up? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> you would never say that anyway. Yeah. In general, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> so you're saying nah, fam. Morbid curiosity would be the only reason to watch this. And I feel like if you watch 10 minutes of it, you kind of get it. It's it's like it's just it's just some mumblecore trash bullshit. And not in a good way. Because God knows, I'm the guy who's like, yeah, trash bullshit, that's what I want to see. 
It ain't no street trash is all I'm saying. It ain't no desperate living. That's what the desperate, not desperate people, desperate living. I don't or, know names of movies. Or pink flamingos, for that matter. Or hairspray, even. Yeah. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Just watch a early John Waters movie instead of this. You'll be better off for it. Watch any John Waters movie. Yeah, even Pecker. Yeah. Not the best John Waters movie, but leagues above this. Yep. Well, Troy, what do you think, even though we're kind of doing it at the same time? (laughs) So, like, I started watching this movie, and I messaged the group saying, hey, this has, like, big John Waters energy. And then I got through the first 10 minutes of it, and then I got through the next 10 minutes of it, and I think I messaged out, this this has big. This movie could have been a short energy. <laughs> yeah, it it really could have. I Elijah Wood was one of the producers on this movie, <laughs> which is weird. Apparently, yeah. But I don't know. Like it, I wanted to like this movie. I because I'm like, oh, it's a trash movie. Great, but like this movie. Apparently, the original cut was apparently two and a half hours long plus or minus and they cut it down to an hour and a half just by shortening scenes they didn't actually cut any scenes but i will swear every episode every scene in this movie is a, at least an, a one and a half to two times as long as it should be like this movie should just at most be 40 minutes long at most yeah that's if you include Every every plot beat in this movie, it should be forty minutes long. You could trim at least half of them. And again, most of this movie should be twenty minutes long. Yeah, this should be twenty not, minutes long, and then maybe you'd have something. Yeah, it's it's not good. They they didn't understand what makes John Waters' movie good or enjoyable. Maybe not good, but enjoyable. Uh, it's mm, it. There was no. Because, like, I don't know, John Waters movies, like, they love the characters in the movie. Like, they may, the characters may be terrible people, but usually it's because of their circumstances. But there's a joy to those movies that is just absent here. Like, this one just kind of wants to be like, hey, look at these crazy people. And the fact that they just make people say the same thing over and over and over and over again, like, kills any fucking enjoyment of watching this movie. Like, you might have a clever line, but when the person delivers that clever line four times in a row, it's not clever anymore. It's just infuriating. Like, this movie is infuriating. I watched it in two chunks. Like, I couldn't watch it all in one shot. I because I usually watch. So I was like, oh, I, I have a Friday night free. I watched Friday Night SmackDown until ten, and I was like, oh, I'll throw this movie on. I it's an hour and a half long. It'll be done by eleven thirty. Yeah, I'll be. I can get up early, go to go. You know, go do my my Saturday morning stuff. And I got forty five minutes in. It's like I can't take this anymore. I am. Five beers into the night, and I cannot take this anymore. <laughs> and I just stopped and went to bed. And woke up feeling amazing and just 
you know, because I got like eight hours of sleep for once. And then last night I watched the rest of it because I had to. Not because I wanted to, because I had to for this podcast. You're so, obligated. Yeah. Um, anybody who thinks they might want to watch this movie out of morbid curiosity, just just fucking don't. Yeah. Or And if just, you do, don't come crying to us because you did it. Yeah. Yeah. Matt. Yeah, we done told you not to, <laughs> so it's on you at that point. Yeah. No, like, it's... And it's not, like, bad in a good way. It's just bad in every bad way. Yeah, this it's ain't no Troll 2 Birdemic situation on your hands. No, there's there's nothing enjoyable about this movie. Just move on. So, speaking of moving on, what are we watching next week, Chris? You know I don't remember. Uh, Something from Lady Sadie Von Classy Shark. Uh, Something about... Man's best friend? Yep, I think that's it. Eh? Uh, yes, Man's Best Friend is just by Lady Sadie Von Classy Shark. It's about a dog. Because technically she did not request Sharknado. She just re- she just wanted a shark movie for her birthday. And Horse Lanta had suggested Sharknado. So don't at me. Too late. Hmm. So what if other people want of whatever the fuck? How would they do that? Uh, <laughs> they should do whatever the fuck they want, which is pro- hopefully should be reaching out to us at either uh, slarchpincesspodcast at gmail.com or uh, our Discord server at discord.slarchpincess.com. Those are the two best ways to request movies. I, I also accept requests through uh, Facebook, where we are Slaughterhouse Princess. If you tweet us, I think a bot might tell us, but that's the only way we're going to find out. Also, yeah. uh, on yeah. Reddit, I probably will get mod mail, because, but I don't fucking know. Nobody's uh, posted to the Reddit in years. No, we. the only reason that that subreddit is still active is because it just auto-posts there every month. Or every week. Not even every month. Every episode gets auto-posted there. Uh, but yeah, those are probably the best ways to reach out to us. Um, I guess if you're on X, also known as Twitter, Elon Musk, uh, we are, uh, at Slaughter Prince, which is Slaughter, no Slaughterhouse, this is, it was just Slaughter Princess with no vowels and princess. True. Um, just keep listening to us on whatever fucking podcast aggregator you're listening to us on. If you, for some goddamn reason, you went to slaughterhouseprincess.com and listened to our episode there. Um, I, I mean, you've already witnessed Podbean. Maybe, maybe get put the app on your phone and listen to us that way. Or you could go to Spotify or Amazon. Yeah, you know, just bark at your Alexis, roof, 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 and uh, tell her to play Slaughter Princess podcast because she will play that for you. And then I will look at the metrics and be like, huh, someone else listened to this on the on the Echo other than me. True. But if you want to give us money. Because we pay some amount of hosting fees. Uh, you can go to patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com or store.slaughterhouseprincess.com and order a comically large tapestry of our logo, which is 88 by 104 inches. It's real big. Or you get your, yeah, or else get yourself a Niborp uh, sticker and or t-shirt. We don't have any Niborp tapestries because it would look... 
it, it there's not enough there to make a tapestry out of. Yeah. There's not enough there there. There's not enough there there. So come back next time for Man's Best Friend. And when our podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. Bags of teeth.